stand. I fall to my knees. I love you endlessly. With the beauty of your son, I find myself undone. I love you endlessly. I love you, Lord. Savior of my soul. Lover of my life, I love you endlessly. Passion of my heart, everything you are, I love you endlessly. You love me before. Before I knew of you, you love 
thankful for his love tonight and we've come tonight to worship him and give it back to him yesterday was a wonderful day if you was here yesterday we had a tremendous move of the spirit and I came with anticipation today and I wanted to say thank you Lane and Judy for coming and spending time with us it was a wonderful service yesterday all three back for our fourth service of seven and tonight we're expecting more of a move of God and I'm so thankful for what he's doing in our church and I know you are too I know we're wanting to get into his presence tonight, get things rolling, so let's get out in the aisles, shake hands, and welcome each other's service tonight. I just want to stand in Jesus' name. I just want to stand. Your word proclaim, matter what comes my way, matter what we say. I just want to stand. I just want to stand in Jesus' name. I just want to stand. Your word proclaim, no matter what comes my way, no matter what we say. I just want to stand. Greater is he who is in me. Than he who is in this world. Still people say we must change. We can't remain the same. Still I choose to stand. I just want to stand in Jesus' name. I just want to stand. Your word proclaim. No matter what comes truth the 
lights up my way. Your light pierces through the dark, protects me from fiery darts. That is why I stand. Yeah, I just want to stand in Jesus' name. I just want to stand. Your word proclaim, no matter what comes my way. Thank you. 
this verse. And on that day when my strength is failing, the end draws near and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise unending. Yes. Ten thousand years and then forever. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, my soul. I worship his holy name. That will sing forever. Sing like never before. Oh, my soul. I worship My strength is failing. The end draws near, and my time has come. Still, my soul will sing your praise unending because I know I'm right in this hand. <laughs> Ten thousand years and then forever more. Well, let's praise him with all our hearts tonight. Come on. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing like never before. Oh, the Bible says to clap your hands unto the Lord all ye people shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph so here's what I want us to do I want us to follow the admonition of the word of God and I believe the Lord's going to follow through with his word he's going to hold us to his word when we shout and praise the Lord in victory how many of you know victory comes flying towards us I want you to clap your hands unto the Lord not unto us not unto the church but unto the Lord hallelujah Now shout unto the Lord with a shout of victory. We honor you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what that does? That sets the atmosphere. Y'all, you didn't hear me. That sets the atmosphere. Do you know anything in the world can happen when we set up the atmosphere for the Holy Ghost to be free? The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is. What? <laughs> there 
There is liberty. How many of you need liberty tonight? You need Amen. to be set free. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is here tonight. What a great day yesterday. All three services, God moved in a mighty way. Man, I don't know when we've had, it's, it was such an explosion. I told, I told Richard, I said, you know, the Spirit of God moves in our church and we have wonderful services and the power of God is always here. And people get blessed and touched. But I said, very few times did we have just like Niagara Falls where it all just happens at once. Boy, I'm telling you, yesterday was so blessed. It's so blessed. God has been here. If you have your Bibles, I want you to begin this service tonight with Isaiah chapter 55. The first verse, listen to what it says. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat, come. Buy wine and milk without money and without price. The question is asked, wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfies not. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me here, and your soul shall live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. The old I've given him for a witness to the people, and a leader and commander to the people. Bible says over and over again, call on the Lord. Call on me, I will answer you. Jeremiah said, and show you mighty things which you do not know. I'm telling you, you can't buy what's happening here. You can't buy this. I thought about this scripture because it's, it says, why do you spend money for things that don't satisfy? You come in here tonight, we didn't charge admission and we're not going to. We don't charge you for what you get. You don't pay for blessings and you don't pay for holy water. But you come in here tonight and you receive free from the hand of God. Blessings that will transform and change your life forever. Forever. How many would testify and say, I was that but now I'm free. I've been set free by God's power. Amen. What a testimony. You can be seated. Our ushers are coming to be able to serve you. If you want to worship God with your gifts, then we give you this opportunity. I want to welcome, guys, this is normally Celebrate Recovery Night on Monday night at Stratford Heights. And we appreciate all those guys that are here. How many of you are here from Celebrate Recovery? We got Genesis House over here. We're glad you guys are here. Come on, welcome them. We're glad they're all here. We're thanking you. We thank you guys for letting us invade your Monday night. Because I know that you guys are here faithfully every Monday and we're so thankful that, that you're allowing us to come in and have church with you tonight. So all the Celebrate leader, uh, Recovery leaders who are here, God bless you. And thank you for your dedication and commitment to the ministry. And thank you guys for being faithful to come. Uh, we are praying for you. And we're trusting that God is going to take you all the way through. Amen. Amen. I think it would be appropriate right now to welcome back into service tonight. So good to see Brother Charlie Brandenburg here in church with us tonight. Now while you're standing, I want you to just reach your hand out and let's, let's pray for him right now. Father, we thank you for Charlie. We thank you, Lord. He was at the very door 
of eternity. He was there at death's door. And Lord, we thank you that you have brought him back around. I'm, I'm thankful for the health I see in his eyes. I'm thankful, Lord, for him able to be in the house of God tonight. We're praying for a healing touch, a strengthening touch, for your work to be done in him right now, God. Hallelujah. Touch him by your mighty spirit, Lord, right now. We call on the fire and the power of God. Lord, as Elijah did on Mount Carmel, we call for that fire right now. In Jesus' name, touch him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Let him feel the power and presence of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Everybody claps and gives the Lord thanks and praise. Hallelujah. And Charlie, before it's over tonight, we're going to put oil on you and pray the prayer of faith. Bible says in James chapter 5, is there any sick among you? Call for the elders of the church, anointing them with oil. Pray the prayer of faith. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. Amen. So we're praying for you, Charlie. We love you. We're so glad to see you tonight. Again, your opportunity to worship God with your gifts. Father, we come now. We thank you. We bless you. We pray that you will use this offering tonight as we bless our evangelists pastors. We thank you for Brother Lane and Judy Sargent who are here sacrificing, giving their time, leaving their home state, leaving their family, leaving responsibilities for a week to be with us. We thank you, Lord, for that, and we pray your blessings on them. The Lord, you use us to bless them tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'd like to thank all these wonderful singers out here to sing tonight. They made an effort. A lot of them work full-time jobs. Kathy was texting us. I'm caught in traffic, but I will be there. And uh, I, But I just love them. And what I love about them, I love that they're talented. That's awesome. But their hearts are so good. <laughs> I'm not a hateful person. I'm just saying. And I love it when people sing from their hearts and when they're just willing to do it. Worship with us as we sing tonight. We are old and sick. Let's just sing.
Give him praise. Lord, make me a house. Make me a house of prayer. It's not just enough to come to church and feel good. <laughs> if you come to church and you get a blessing, and you go right out and get defeated, something's wrong. A relationship with Jesus Christ <laughs> becomes a personal thing. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make me a house of prayer. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make me a house of prayer. Inhabit my mind, Lord. Inhabit my soul. <laughs> Inhabit my spirit, man. Lord, I lose control. Inhabit my mind. Inhabit my mind. Inhabit my soul. Inhabit my soul. Inhabit my spirit, man. Inhabit my spirit, man. I give you. I lose control. I lose control, Lord. I lose control. I lose control, Lord. I lose control. I surrender all to you. I lose control. Lord, give it up to you, Lord.
Lord, you are free to move. We, we surrender. Inhabit my mind, inhabit my soul, inhabit my spirit. Lord, I give you complete control. Whatever you want to do with me, Lord. <laughs> Whatever you want to do with me, Lord. Take me where you want me to go. Take me where you want me to go, Lord. <laughs> Lord, let your healing power right now move through this house. If you have a need, we're right in the middle of praise and worship. God will heal you right here. Lord, inhabit my mind, Lord. Inhabit my soul, Lord. Inhabit this spirit, man, Lord. I give you control. Be the healer of my life. <laughs> Be the healer of my life, Lord. Be the healer of my family, Lord. Be the healer of my family, Lord. Be the healer of my family, Lord. <laughs> I put all my trust in you. I put all my trust in you. I am weak, Lord, but you make me strong. I put all my trust in you. <laughs> when things feel like they're falling apart, <laughs> I put my trust in you. Woo. Over addiction, I put my trust in you. Over addictions, I put my trust in you. Over addictions, I put my trust in you. <laughs> Over addictions, Lord. <laughs> you are strong, Lord. I am weak, Lord. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Fire of my altar. Oh, pray unceasingly. <laughs> May the fire of my altar never burn down. Fire of my altar never burn out. Fire of my altar
Make me a house. Make me a house. Scripture says that God started the fire on the altar. Man didn't start it. God started it. But it says that man keeps it going. Make me a house of prayer. What? A house of what? I can't hear you. There you go. Boy, I felt that. Woo! Deliverance is in the house tonight. Bondage breaking is in the house tonight. Chain breakers in the house tonight. This is your night to be free. No more bondage. Woo! I told you yesterday, I don't care if I preach before, after, during, or when I get to my room. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. You ought to hear how I'm preaching in my room. It's done good. Listen, this is your time. To not walk out without everything being broken. Scripture I read to you last night, brokenness on earth brings openness of heaven. Who? Oh, I'm just waiting. I don't, I don't know. I just sent such a deliverance in this house. I'm going to be disappointed if everybody's not delivered. Come on, give him praise. Oh, 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 oh. I'm so glad you know me because I've asked the Lord to take me to this place and when I get here, I don't know what to do, but that's where he wants me. I'm almost singing. My goodness, this has to be God. Ooh. Ooh. The scripture I'm going to use tonight is in 1 Samuel 30. Everybody stand with me while I read the scripture. I don't know if that's as far as I'm going to get or not. I don't know. Put that scripture back up there. You had it up there. Well, you had it up there. I don't know if you had it up here. There we go. And David recovered what? I can't hear you. What? Do you think God loved David more than he does you? Then you will recover what? Everything. David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. David rescued his two wives. And the, there was nothing lacking into them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoiled nor anything that they had taken from them. What happened? David recovered. This is what I call the all night. Not partial. This is not your blessing night. This is not your time just to have a good time. This is everything you have lost will be restored. 
God spoke to me. Yeah. I'm just waiting on God. He's here. I'm just waiting that I line up with him. I don't want to do anything he doesn't want done. But this is your night. My message title is this. What do you do on the worst day of your life? I said, what do you do on the worst day of your life? You want to know? If you want to know, say all. Be seated. Give you a little background. Uh, I wrote some notes. When I write notes, I want to give them to you because I feel they're fresh for you. You want to receive them? Say, I want to receive it. I wrote this down. I call it the devil's D tactics. Now listen to me. He said to tell you, here's what the devil does to you. He brings delay. Then he brings deception. Then he brings distraction. Then he brings disappointment. And then he brings discouragement. Is that all right? Anybody ever encountered some of those things? It's the devil. He's at work. If you were running in the same direction he is, he wouldn't be bothering you. Hello? He will. I wrote this down for you. He will paralyze your plans. He will inject your plans with Novocaine. I don't mind the dentist working on my teeth. I just don't like Novocaine because this embarrasses me when I drool. It just like it runs out. Hello. Novocaine will numb you so the, so you know what I do? I go to the dentist and don't let him give me any of it. I say, just go in there and drill until I yell. Ooh, that's not too good either. But I'd rather do that because Novocaine numbs me. If I'm not careful, I'll bite my lip. The enemy will numb you. He will paralyze you. He will convince you you can't move and you can't do what God wants you to do. He will paralyze your plans. And in that paralytic condition, he will manipulate you to operate in a place you never thought you would operate. He will cause you in that paralyzed condition to do something and you'll look back and say, I can't believe I did it. Hello? He will cause you to be so paralyzed and so numb to God and the Word of God and the Spirit of God that you will get to the point that nothing else matters. But I got news for you tonight. I'm taking out the Novocaine. It's time for you to be released of that numbness in your life and know that God, by His Spirit, is here to set you free. I wrote this one down too. I better keep going. That's not even my outline. Y'all got a long night. He will not only will cause you to paralyze your plans, he will help you abort your dream. He will help you to abort your dreams. Not, I was talking to somebody not long ago, a young lady who had found out she was expecting that one of the most devastating times of her life is when her body aborted it. She had the, what do you call it, miscarriage. And what happened was she was so devastated. 
because her dream didn't come to pass. Hello? Anybody ever been to that point where your dream just didn't happen? But you know what happened to that young lady? There's another seed planted. And that seed that was planted produced. And that seed that produced was born. And now she has a child. He, he sent me by to tell you tonight, your plans may be of a have been aborted, but he's planting a new seed in you. And the future that you thought you didn't have, you still have. It's time for you to dream again that God has a plan for your life. Boy, I'd like to run around this building, but I'd have to be out of breath. Oh, my goodness. I'm talking to a bunch of you tonight. Your dreams haven't come to pass, and they've been aborted, and the devil's told you because you've aborted your dream, there can't be another seed planted. It may take a little longer, but he's planting it in you tonight. Y'all don't misunderstand what I'm about to tell you. Some of you getting pregnant tonight, not with a seed of a man, but with a seed of God, and that word of God is going to produce, and it's going to grow, and it's going to come forth. My God, folks. I got one more I wrote down. This is not even my message, okay? He will paralyze your plans. He will help you abort your dreams. And he will dilute your hope. Let me tell you something. If you lose hope, what do you have? I believe my Bible says in Hebrews, faith is the substance of things. What? Say it again. So if the enemy can dilute your hope, you don't have any way to have faith. And I'm preaching better than y'all helping me up here. Now, if y'all going to sit up here with me, I need some shouters. I need some hollering. I need some carrying on. Act like you're in a Reds game and I'm up hitting a home run. Hello. He will, he will dilute your hope. He will cloud your mind. He will take everything that you thought you could do and hope is gone. But let me tell you something. Hope is the vehicle of faith. That's what it says. What does it say? It's the evidence of things. What? Hope for. See, if he take out the hope for, there's no evidence. Mm -hmm. If you were preaching this good, I'd be running. Listen, when you've got to understand that he has deceived you, He's diluted you. He's paralyzed you. He's put you in a place where you thought there's no way out. But let me tell you, I came by to tell you that there is a God seated on the throne with all power and all authority. This is your night. This is your time. This is your moment for deliverance. 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 I've never hit myself on the front of the head. I am in the spirit when I hit myself in the front. It's okay back here, but I just pop myself here. Listen, the scripture I gave you, David had come back from a trip, and when he came into his city, the whole town was burned. His wives and his children and all of the other men with him had taken all their family. There was nothing there but an empty, devastated, burnt city. That's bad. 
Say, say, that's bad. It gets worse. What do you do on your worst day? Well, when you're in leadership, if you read this, and I ain't got time to read it all. Go back and read this chapter. You know what they did? And listen to what I'm about to tell you. I'm going to give you four, four quick points. Number one, on the worst day of your life, you know what David did? It said they wept until they couldn't weep anymore. It's okay to cry. Just don't let crying control you. Hello. If you're not careful, you'll cry over it so much that you become a whiner. Hello. I'm not telling you not to cry about it. Cry. But don't let crying be your number one thing. We have a hard time waving goodbye to the past, don't we? I believe I need to have everybody stand up and turn back to that wall and wave at it. Say, see you later. Hello. It's over. Cry over it. It's okay. It said they wept until they couldn't cry anymore. In other words, when they tried to cry, there was no tears. It's over. They cried. They wept. David's weeping with them. They all said, we, we've lost everything. And we come and our families are gone. Let me tell you something. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. My God. Weeping does what? It endures for a night. It doesn't say two nights. It says night. It's not in the plural. It's in the singular. So when I tell you to get over it, don't get mad at me. That's what the scripture said. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes when? Does anybody here tonight feel like you might be right in the midnight of your life? It's okay. Let me see here. Listen. Midnight only lasts one second. Because once it's midnight, it's morning. <laughs> I, I was studying the scripture today. You may never known this. And the Lord reminded me, when you go back and read creation, it says the evening and the morning of the first day. God's day starts at night. God's day starts when it's the darkest moment you've ever faced. God's day starts when it looks like it's all gone. All of a sudden, he shows up, and when he shows up, morning shows up. I wish you'd look at your neighbor and say, good morning. I don't know who you are, but you're not going to be discouraged anymore. You're not going to be depressed anymore. You're not going to be in that situation anymore because I got news for you. The clock has just struck midnight, and it's moved to 1201, and 1201 says joy comes in the morning. Thank God. Woo! Woo! My, my, my. Can I keep going? Jesus wept at the tomb of Lazarus. But he wasn't weeping because he was dead. He was weeping because the people didn't believe. Hello? If you read that scripture, when it says Jesus sighed, the Greek word for sighed is to have the blaring, glaring nostrils of a bull that's just about to attack. So Jesus stood at the tomb of a dead man, and he said, let me get there. I can't help 
He said, death, you ain't going to bother me. I'm blaring my nostrils. Here I come. You better get out of my way. Lord, have mercy, honey. You may have to carry me home, but it's yours fun. Wow. Oh, my Lord. There's such an anointing in here. See, when you understand, Judy, two years ago, almost two years now, had knee surgery. And she had knee surgery. They told her it would be painful, but she didn't know. You ever been through something somebody told you it's painful, but they didn't tell you it was hell on earth? Hello? Oh, that's going to be bad. No, 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 that wasn't bad. It was worse than bad. Of course, they gave me a shirt that said, Coach. That wasn't a great job for me because I had to make her keep doing this. Here's what I learned. If you're going to be healed from knee surgery, you've got to walk to be healed. There's a song in there somewhere. Walk to be healed. I said walk to be healed. Don't sit around and moan and groan. Walk to be healed. Walk. When he called the blind man, he said, come here. The man had to walk to be healed. The man laying on the pallet by the pool of Bethesda, he had to walk to be healed. Let me tell you, tonight's your night to walk to be healed. 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 Y'all better be glad I'm as old as I am. Lord, have mercy. What's the first point? Weep. Say it. Say weep. If you're a leader and everybody's weeping, be careful. Because read the scripture. They wanted to stone David. So if people want to stone you, don't worry. You're in a pretty good category with David. Hello. Amen. You know why they wanted to stone him? They had to find somebody to blame. Quit blaming people. It's you. You messed up. You fouled up. You said the wrong word. You did the wrong thing. Admit it and get up and quit crying about it and go on. Number one is weep. I got to get to two, okay? Number two is sometimes you just have to wait. You read this scripture? David, go back and read it later. David sent for the ephod. The ephod is what the priest wore. And the priest would help them make a decision about what to do. He would stick his hand in there. He'd pull out what is either called the Urim or the Thummim, okay? And if whatever that was would be the decision. He had to wait till the priest got there. He had to wait till that opportunity. Folks, I do not like waiting. Now, you might. I would let Judy testify, but she'd tell too much. When I'm on the highway, I don't know why they do it, but they get right in front of me. Right? They don't know where to go right or left, turn around or stop. Amen. It's me. I admit it. I wish I could change, but that's one thing the Lord hadn't helped me with yet. Maybe I won't let him, okay? But sometimes you've got to wait. We know the scriptures. Isaiah 40 and 31. They that, they that what? <laughs> wait. Don't tell me to wait. I'm glad I don't have to go to the, what do you call the DMV anymore to get my tags. I hated it. 
Because those people were taught to make you wait. You couldn't get it without waiting. They would not be aligned, and they wouldn't even look up at me. Hello? Now I can order it online. You have to pay an extra $2. I said, it's worth it. Hello? They that, they that wait means to take a period of time wherever how long it is and don't get impatient, but to know that what God has promised is on the way. I'm going to change that. What God's promised you is not on the way. It's here. Turn to your neighbor say, it's here. Say it again. Say, it's here. Woo! It's here. They that wait, the word wait comes from a, 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 a Hebrew word that means to take hemp's of rope, strands of rope, and twist them together. And the more you twist them, the stronger they get. So the longer you wait, if you wait in patience, the stronger you get. Oh, I must not be strong yet because I keep waiting when I don't want to wait. And I saw it's also a Hebrew word that means to weave a basket. Now, how many of you are old enough to remember when people used to do more, what, knitting and all that? Not me. I couldn't do that. I'd lose my mind. I can't go fishing. I, I don't have enough patience to fish. I like fishing when I've been down to the bayou where I've been, and they lay it on my plate fried and ready to go. That's it. And don't and I ordered it ahead of time before I got there so it would be ready when I got there. Amen. <laughs> Wait means to weave a basket. If you're going to weave a basket, you've got to go get the reeds. You know where you got to go get them? Out of the muck. They grow in the side of the river where it's marshy and dirty and mucky. You ever gone swimming in muck? When I was in the Navy, I did. I stationed in Memphis, Tennessee, and me and some guys were, it wasn't under the Holy Spirit, but it was another spirit. Okay, you know what I mean? We all looked at each other. It's amazing how stupid you are. Let's go fishing. No, not fishing. Let's go swimming in the Mississippi River. Mud was this deep. Water was this deep. You should have seen my uniform. <laughs> but you see, it was mud. You know what grows in that muck is a reed that you make baskets out of. But that reed that grows there is always limp until the rainy season. In the rainy season, it rains. Israel's an agrarian society, agrarian, because they grow crops. To grow crops, you go get fertilizer. Where does your fertilizer come from? The horse stalls. Hello. They don't have lows. Okay, they don't have a place you go buy it. When it would rain, the water would wash it into that river. And in the edge of that river, that reed that couldn't stand up, that's about ready to make a basket, would stand up. What are you saying? I'm saying when you get dumped on, why don't you look that person in the face and say, thank you. You just invested in my future. Go ahead and talk about me. You just invested in me. What you thought you would dump on me is making me grow up straight that I can become what God wants me to be. Come on, somebody give him praise. You guys helping me over here. Y'all making me preach. Keep it up. Whoa. 
So you take that and you weave a basket. Why does it mean to weave a basket? Anybody want to know? The reason you weave a basket while you're waiting, it becomes a container for the Holy Spirit. Woo! How many appreciate the Holy Spirit? Aren't you glad you're a basket? I'm a basket case. Hello. I'm in good company. Moses was a basket case. Amen. Oh, Lord, help me. That basket becomes a container for God, his presence, and his glory. Sometimes you weep. Sometimes you wait. Sometimes, number three, you worship anyway. If all you can do is worship in this good music tonight, then you don't have a lot. I got to get a drink of water. Okay. When you begin to worship, in fact, verse 6 there in this chapter says, David encouraged himself. You know how I encourage myself? I listen to music. I can't sing too good, but that's how I get in the presence of God. We got to talking about it last night. I got to crying at the table. Why? Because I love it. When I don't feel good and nothing's going right and all hell is broken loose, I find me a place. I put me some worship music on. I lift my heart. I lift my voice. I lift my hands. And I begin to worship the almighty God. Guess what? He shows up. Somebody say worship. Say it again. Worship. When you say worship, that means it doesn't matter what your circumstance is. It doesn't matter how bad you feel. It doesn't matter who hurt your feelings. It doesn't matter that you lost all of this. He's still king and he's still on the throne. There is not a crowbar big enough to pry him off of that throne. There is not a truck big enough, a, a tow truck big enough to get him. Hello. He's there. He's seated on that throne. And all he wants you to do is worship. Would you lift your hands with me and just worship him? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, Brother Sergeant, you, you don't know how bad it is for me. I have a hard time worshiping it. That's when it's the best. Your greatest worship should be in your darkest hour. When you don't feel like it, it don't look like it, and there's nothing, nobody but you. Guess what? He's listening. I know I can't sing, but when I sing in my worship time by myself, when it gets to the throne room of God, it sounds like the beauty of melodious angels singing because he loves your worship. Come on. Come on. I think we're behind. Now, come on. You gotta weep. You gotta wait. You gotta worship. You gotta go to war. We got a lot of people who want to come to church and feel good and everything God does. And when we try to get enlist you in the army, you won't go. Hello. Oh, 
I killed it, but that's okay. I'll try my best to resurrect it. See, some people think that we are in a detente with the devil. You know what a detente means? That word means peaceful coexistence. No, I'm not in any kind of coexistence with the devil. He is a liar. Some of you have been bound by a stronghold of the devil. But 2 Corinthians 10 says that we are mighty through God. Read the verse before that. It talks about going to war. Mm, you don't need him to be mighty through you unless you get in the middle of the fight. You don't need him to use you unless you get in the middle of the fight. Now, I spent four years in the Navy. And we, when I lived in Guantanamo Bay for a year, we used to have to play war games with the Marines. Marines. I forgot what they call that, Semper Fi, Semper Who, I don't know. I'm a Navy, I have no clue. But those guys would come and we'd have to play war games with them. Now, I was in the Navy. You know what they taught me? How to fold clothes. And those Marines would make fun of us. I said, yeah, but you, you got no way to go unless you get on our boat. Hello, we had our part to do. They were very meticulous. But they would come and they'd say, okay, y'all going to play war games. And they'd give us a rifle and we'd play war games. Now, when I was a little boy, we played cowboys and Indians. I know that's not politically correct to say, but I'm going to say it, okay. And we used to shoot each other, bang, bang, bang. And we try to convince each other the other one was dead. I know it's sophisticated now. It's called paintball. You can't deny it now. <laughs> you get shot in paintball, you're out, okay? But we'd argue with each other. You didn't get me. You didn't shoot me. Hello? That's the way we do the devil. See, I didn't have any bullets. They would send us out to do war with the Marines, and they didn't have blanks. We had to go pow, pow. Pow, pow. <laughs> Guess what? With a pow, pow, I captured a Marine. Embarrassed the stew out of him. <laughs> Made me feel so good. Hello, I don't know how it happened, but we just did it, okay? Here's what I'm trying to tell you. You're getting nowhere with, with blanks in your gun. You can walk up to the devil tonight and say, pow, pow, he don't care. But if you walk up to him with bullets in your gun, and you say, by the power of the blood of Jesus, in that name above every name, then you do oh, Woo! Jesus has come to destroy the works of the devil. He not only destroyed him, the scripture says in Colossians that he made a parade and he brought the devil out in the street and said, look, he's gone. I mean, to know you're mighty through God. Say war. Come on, say it again. War. That's a, that's a tough word. But there's no war unless we fight. Hello? There's no war unless you decide I am in this thing and I'm not going to quit. Do I have any warriors? Quote a scripture with me. Say, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. How many believe that? I'm going to do it in Hebrew. The steps of a good warrior is what it says. Not 
Just because you're good don't mean your steps are ordered. But when you become a good warrior, whoa, I'm part, I'm part Cherokee and it's coming out, folks. Let me tell you something. I'm in this war. I will not give up. I will not turn back. I will not turn around. I will not slow down. I will not slack up. I will not stop. I know that I have a destination, and that is to destroy the works of the devil by the mighty power of God in the name of Jesus. Do I have any takers tonight? Give him praise. (laughs) Y'all got a couple of minutes more. How many has ever heard the term, get the wind knocked out of you? Huh? Listen, that's not true. What happens is a man will have his fist and he'll hit you in the solar plexus. And what happens to you, because he hit you in the solar plexus, it numbs the nerve that goes to your brain that tells your body to breathe. That's just for a second or two. It's not long. We've not got to, you don't get the wind knocked out of you. He, nerve, he, he, he made the numbness to the nerve of your life. What do you do when that happens? You get up. Hello. It's not bad to be knocked down. What's bad is to stay down. We all get knocked down. I challenge you, get up. Hello? A man by the name of Corbett was a one fighter way back in the day, a long time ago. They interviewed him. They said, Mr. Corbett, how do you keep fighting and it looks like you're beaten? You're bloody. You're a mess. But you keep going. He said, I look at myself and I listen to myself and I say to myself, all you got to do is fight one more round. Tonight, all you got to do is fight one more round. You don't have to fight 12. You don't have to fight all of them. You don't have to go 15. Somebody say one more round. Say it again, one more round. I challenge you tonight. It is time for you to fight to recover. Say recover. Say recover. Take back your dream. Take back your vision. Take back your marriage. Take back your loss. Take back your children. Take back your health. Take back your finances. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. I kind of believe he wanted me to preach tonight. I wasn't sure when I left the hotel, but I'm sure now. That I believe God has helped me to under, help me to help you understand. You will weep a little while. You will wait a little while. You will worship a little while, and then you're gonna go to war. Because <sighs> weeping and waiting and worship gets you ready to go. <sighs> How did I get here tonight? Judy's getting ready. I put earbuds in my ears and I put on some music. You know what I was doing? I was dressing up. What was you putting on? I'm putting on the whole armor of God. Quit, quit leaving your house without your clothes. Put your clothes on. Put on the helmet. Put on the shoes. Put on the breastplate. Put on the armor. And know that you're going to war, but it has already been won. 
Come on. Mm. I'm going to pray for everybody who wants prayer. You may have to bring me a chair, okay? My child, I haven't lost sight of you. I know where you've been. I know what you've done. But I am coming here tonight to lift you out of your dilemma, to help you to see that my forgiveness is greater than anything you've ever done, that I will cause you to arise in me and you will step up and you will stand up and you will be victorious because in me you shall have the victory. Does anybody believe it? Stand to your feet and give him praise. Come on, give him praise. Father, I tear down strongholds. Look at me. Strongholds are not out here. Strongholds are in here. Have I given you the definition of a stronghold? I haven't done it tonight, have I? If I did it before, you forgot it, so it's been too long. A stronghold is a lie of the devil that he makes you think is true. Amen? A lie of the devil that he has made you think is true. Thanks, so. I don't care what's your addiction. I don't care what's your problem. I don't care what you're facing. I know a God who can. Let me tell you something. God is not looking at size of your problem. He's the God who's bigger than all your problems. Doesn't matter to him. It's just easy tell you something, Psalm 8 and 3 says it was easy for him to take his finger and put the stars in place. Hebrews 1 and 10 said it was easy for him to scoop up the mountains. Isaiah 53 and 1 says when he got the redemption, he had to roll up his sleeve and the strong arm of God redeemed us. The little old stars got a finger. The little old mountains got a scoop of the hand. We got the strong arm of God. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, if you need deliverance, you need direction, you need an answer, you need to have broken off of you that addiction or whatever it is. This is your night. Hit one note. Hit one note. Things that way. Hit one note. I'm doing something crazy. Hit one note. Now listen. Hit it again. Hit it again. Don't let him hit two before you walk to this altar. Don't let him change and get ready to play that key he's about to play. Don't you, come on, right now, come on, hit that, hit that note, come on, come on, come on, start playing. Go, go, go. My God, ooh, 
Come on. Deliverance is in the house. Come on. Upon the Lord. Upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. <laughs> they will run and not be weary. And not faint. <laughs> Teach me, Lord. Come on, prayer warriors, get up here with them. Woo. They that wait. They that wait. Upon the Lord. Shall what? Sing it. Shall renew. Shall renew. Mount up with wings as an eagle. They will mount up. Woo. With wings. Yes, 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 yes. As they will run and not be weary. They will and not faint. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to wait.
was right at the edge of a breakthrough, but I couldn't see. The devil said he had me. You know that Jesus came and grabbed me. <laughs> That's the best part. The devil, he said, I've got you. <laughs> but Jesus came and grabbed me. He held me close so I wouldn't let go. I want to sing it again. The devil said he had me, but Jesus came and grabbed me. How many of you are there? <laughs> but God held me close so I wouldn't let go. God's mercy kept me. God's mercy kept me so I wouldn't let go. So I'm here today because God kept me. I'm alive. I'm alive today only because of his grace. Wow, he kept me. No, he kept me. God kept me. He said he kept me. He want to know is there any freedom on this side of the church come on make some noise freedom how many of you know the scripture where the spirit of the Lord is what is it where the spirit of the Lord is what it's not translated right it says where the spirit is Lord there's freedom he shows up and a lot of people don't have freedom. But when he's Lord, I'm preaching to the choir now. <laughs> Say, when the Spirit is Lord. Spirit come on. When the Spirit is Lord, Spirit is Lord I am free. I am free. I am free. Woo! 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 Yeah. Ushers, I may need a wheelchair here in a minute. But I'll make it. How many know God is doing something unbelievable, indescribable in this house? Lord, tell this man to get up. Lord, bring healing. Bring healing. Bring healing. What's wrong with him? We're going to have to get him out because I might need that chair. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it affecting you? All over? Right side, left side? Right side? He 
said for me to tell you, and I'm going to let everybody hear me. He said to remind you of what he said to the man when he took him out and spit in his eyes. He said to the man, can you see? The man said, I see men as trees. You know what Jesus did? He prayed again. So it doesn't matter how many times you got to pray again, he's going to get up out of this chair. Lord, restore. Restore the right side. Restore the vessels. Restore the flow of blood. Restore the limbs. Restore the leg. Restore the heart. Oh, my, 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 my. Oh, oh, in the name of Jesus, my brother, Come on, Holy Ghost. You're doing your work. Can somebody give praise to the Lord in this house? Go ahead, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. It's a beginning step. Remember what the Lord gave me. The man said, I see men as trees. Jesus didn't say that's enough. He's prayed again. Pray again. Pray again. Some people get healed instantaneously. Some people it takes time. I don't know why. But God is doing something in your clap your hands again. I like, come on. I know it's hard. Clap them. Clap them. Clap them. Clap them. Oh, come on. Give praise to the Lord. Woo! Do I have anybody to help me shout? Woo! I'm dead tired. Somebody help me. 
Give me a G, please. 
the sound that saved, that saved a wretch, a wretch like me. Thus far, and his grace is going to lead us home. We need to praise him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. you have that in your heart tonight? Do you have praise? Everybody stand with me. Let's worship tonight. Lift your hands to the Lord. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Sing it out again one more time. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, oh, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. How many of you are going to heaven? Can't hardly wait. Bright shine.
Let's fill this house with praise tonight. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Good to see Pastor Chris Kramer. Lift your hand, Chris, over in Franklin. We're so glad that he's here tonight, pastoring over there in Franklin. He's at the Freedom, it's Freedom House or Freedom, Freedom Worship Center. I knew it was just freedom. But you never, we got so many freedoms around here, but they're free in Franklin. Amen. Brother Chris, I love you. I've known him many, many years. We worked together in youth camps, and he is a great man of God. We love him very much. He's a friend. We're glad you came out to be with us at our revival tonight. All minds, hearts, clear. God's done a great work. How many of you have been blessed and God's touched you tonight? Let me see your hand. Testify. Testify. The Bible says we're overcomers by the word of our testimony. So testify. How many are leaving here tonight? You're blessed. You're touched. God touched you. Amen. Amen. Then tell somebody, and let's be back here tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Can't hardly wait. Wasn't that one of the best messages I think you've ever heard? I mean, that was wonderful. You know why? You know why it's like that? Because it's a fresh, right now word. How many of you know the Bible says the word is alive, sharper than any two-edged sword? That's why it ministers to us tonight. It may not be a T.L. Lowry or a Ray Hughes sermon from 1955, but it was a Lane Sargent 2017 word, and it was awesome. Awesome. So we may weep. We may have to wait. But if we'll worship, we'll go to war. Amen. God bless you. Please hug about 457 people before you leave tonight. God bless you.